Welcome to Cardiff City Church Podcast. We're a Pentecostal church in the center of Cardiff, dedicated to bringing hope in the name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us today as we listen to a word brought to us by our pastoral team. Well, it's really great to see you this morning, City Church. I have to say I've really been enjoying the uh, online services that um, we've been uh, that have been shown over the last few weeks and uh, really enjoying taking part in the chat and the coffee afterwards and uh, just touching base with people that I haven't seen for a long while. It's wonderful when a name pops up on the chat and you think, oh, we're all sitting under the, the same sky watching the same thing. And it's it's a really wonderful feeling. And today we're on part two of our Fix Your Eyes series. And as part of this series, we want to ask a question. And the question that I want to look at today is, how do I take care of my mental well-being in times of crisis? You know, I believe the Bible has lots to say about taking care of our mental well-being. And we're going to have a look at what Jesus said and gather around God's word. But before we do that, I just want to bring um, a platform, bring um, a base for us to start, a foundation for us to start. And I want to remind us that God loves us. He loves us. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him would not perish, but would have everlasting life. He gave because he loved. Many of us will know that. Maybe it's new to some people, but many of us will know that. But let me Just bring that to your attention again, that Father God loves you. Whatever your situation is this morning, however you're feeling, he loves you and he is for you. He is not disappointed in you. He is not angry with you. You are the apple of his eye and he loves you. It's amazing that God so loved the world that he gave his son. And that scripture goes on to say that he didn't send his son into the world to judge the world but to save the world because he loves. And so from there, the basis of God's love, the certainty of God's love, I just want to move on to four points that are really important if we're going to take care of our mental well-being. Wherever we are today, whether we're feeling happy and relaxed or whether we're feeling a bit stressed or whether we're feeling depressed, these principles are come from the teachings of Jesus and they Um, show us how to take care of our mental well-being. Many of us will have had time to sit down and watch the TV in the last few weeks and um, if you sit there for any length of time your an advert will pop up and undoubtedly towards the end of the advert you'll see this word, you'll see the word kindness or the word kind about being kind, let's keep being kind to one another. And, you know, Jesus tells us that uh, he says that Father God is kind even to the ungrateful. Father God is incredibly kind. So he's incredibly loving and he's incredibly kind. And so it really is important that we're kind. But, you know, there is one person that we consistently can forget to be kind to. And that is ourselves. We need to remember to be kind to ourselves. 
This is so important for our mental health, that we be kind to ourselves. I don't know if you've ever sat with somebody who's very distressed, particularly somebody that you might love and think the world of and think a lot of, or that you're ministering to and you're really feeling the love of God and they begin to criticise themselves and say bad things about themselves. How hard that is to hear and how painful that is to hear. So let's just turn that back on ourselves for a minute. If God hears me criticising and being unkind to myself in any way, that's how he feels. Because he loves us. He loves us. And it's really important for our mental well-being that we remember to be kind to ourselves. Sometimes, you know, um, in a situation like we're in at the moment, um, I can have days where I'm full of beans and okay, and then another day where... I just feel completely devoid of energy and um, you know I, I sit and I say oh what's the matter with me what's wrong with me you know blah 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 why aren't I doing this and I shouldn't be doing this and I shouldn't be doing that and I shouldn't be doing the other and somebody needs to remind me Teresa be kind to yourself so I just want to tell you today that one of the most important things that we can do for our mental health is to be kind, kind to ourselves Jesus said, love your neighbour as you love yourself. Do you know it's impossible to fully love your neighbour if you don't love yourself? You're not going to be unkind to somebody that you love. Love your neighbour as yourself. That is the way that God wants us to serve other people. He wants us to be loving ourselves knowing that we're okay and that we're changing and that God loves us and we're doing the journey and we're safe and we're secure in him and then we can really begin to love others. Jesus gives us a model of this in John 13 where he, it says that he um, washes the disciples' feet and the scripture says this, it says, Jesus knowing who he was, knowing that he was the son of God, not saying, oh, well, I'm just a miserable worm, so I suppose I better, you know, wash the disciples' feet. I suppose it's going to be left up to me again because I'm just rubbish and I'm just nothing. No, no, no. Knowing who he was and that everything was under God's control, he took off his outer garment and he began to wash the disciples' stinky, dung-covered feet. You see, that's Jesus modelling, knowing who he is, loving himself, and being able to serve. So my first point is, remember, it's really important to be kind to yourself. The next point I want to make is something that Jesus taught us. You know, Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough trouble of its own. And basically what Jesus is saying is, don't think about tomorrow, stop worrying about tomorrow, just concentrate on this moment, now, today. I also believe, you know, that he modelled that in his life. Jesus knew fully that his call ultimately was to go to Jerusalem and to be crucified. But he didn't live there. He didn't live thinking about that all of the time. That would have been terrible for his mental health. No, he enjoyed the moment. Whether he was at a wedding or whether he was meeting a need of somebody before him. He concentrated on the moment 
and he enjoyed the moment. There's no sign in scripture of Jesus being constantly thinking two weeks ahead. He didn't need to. He trusted his father completely. And that's what we need to be like. In another, in the same scripture, a little bit further down from that, he says, consider, consider the lilies. And the word consider, it doesn't mean to, oh, just have a quick look at the lilies or, you know, kick over the lilies or go, oh, yeah, they're pretty lilies. And when he's talking about lilies, lilies he's talking about all flowers. He's saying, consider, hmm, consider, sit and think about for a moment that flower in front of you and how it doesn't need to worry about what it's going to wear. And he even said, think about the grass, consider the grass that's here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire. Consider that, that blade of grass. Have you ever done that? Have you ever stopped and considered a blade of grass and thought about God in that? Do you know, it's a really, really good thing to do. We can get into troubles with our mental health when we're, we're so worried and anxious about the future, which I appreciate a lot of people might be at the moment, and with good reason. But I want to urge you, A, to be kind to yourself, and B, to stop and consider this moment. Be absolutely focused on thinking about this moment. Now that's a really difficult thing for us to do and it takes some practice. So I thought that maybe we could have a practice now. Why don't you just maybe consider something around you or someone around you or think about God, but just stop and consider. Stop and be really, really present in the moment. So I wonder how that was for you just to sit and be present in the moment. You know, that can be sometimes quite a, a difficult thing for us, quite a, an unusual thing for us to do. So it very often takes practice. And Dr. Terry Wardle, who's a theologian based in America, talks about this sense of being present in the moment, living in the moment, being attentive to the moment. 
and he describes the experience as this. He says, the moment is alive with possibilities. The moment contains streams of transforming grace and the moment is saturated with the divine. My prayer for you is that as you continue to practice this sense of being present, of noticing things in the moment, of deliberately being in the moment, that you will experience a moment that is alive with possibilities, that brings streams of transforming grace and that is saturated with the divine because that is where the hope is. So we've talked about being kind and we've talked about being in the moment. I just want to move on to something now that is also really, really important for our mental health. And it's something that we see all over the Bible. You know, Jesus said when he was teaching us to pray, say this, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Jesus was saying, you need to be thankful. You need to be grateful. Every day, you need to be saying that. And you know what, to be honest with you, over the years, I've kind of struggled with this a bit because I thought, you know, particularly times when I was feeling really stressed or anxious or depressed. And I would see this picture of this God up in heaven who was demanding my praises and saying, it doesn't matter how you feel. I, I want you to praise me. Well, I certainly don't see it like that now. And what I'm about to share with you actually makes me want to praise him more. And um, I think it's completely amazing, actually, that. One of the things that really, really helps our mental health and has been proven to help our mental health is to be grateful to God. It's to be grateful. It's to be thankful. There's been so much research and now there's whole therapies that are based on being grateful. I just want to read you a little bit of research that was done in America. And this is a, a quote from the American. Oh, let me just have a look at this because I'm going to forget this. Uh, the American Psychological Association Journal of Consulting and Clinical Psychology from 2015. It's a bit of a mouthful, but this is what they say after doing um, research with stressed healthcare professionals. And uh, yeah, that's very pertinent, isn't it? It says this, taking stock of thankful events is an effective approach to reduce stress and depressive symptoms among healthcare professionals. Reduce stress and depressive symptoms. It's not just among healthcare professionals, it's amongst us all. Reduce stress, help depressive symptoms. How? By being grateful, by being thankful. I remember attending um, a seminar once and they, they wanted to do this um, this thing where we were practicing um, effectively renewing our minds, changing our thought patterns. That's what Paul talks about, renewing our minds. And, and we had to do this meditation and checked it out and decided that, you know, I was a mature Christian and I could make a choice as to whether or not to join in this meditation. And it was fascinating because one of the first things that the tutor asked us to do was to just say thank you. I don't know if anyone else in the room knew who they were saying thank you to, sadly, but I knew who I was saying thank you to. And he did that because it's proven that being grateful, being thankful is beneficial to our mental health. 
So imagine we have this amazing God who loves us, who's not standing up there going, come on, praise me, even though he is so beautiful. He's so worthy of praise. He's so amazing. He has given so much. If he never did anything else, he would still be worthy of all my praise for all of eternity, just because of who he is. But in his love and in his, his wonderful creation, he says, I know that praising me is going to be good for you. So come on, praise me. Praise me. Be grateful. Find something to be thankful for. You know, if you're in the midst of uh, depression or anxiety or, or anything like that, I know that when I, I've struggled with this for many years and when I have struggled with it, it's, it's been so difficult to praise God. So just find one thing. I'm not asking you to get a praise band together. I'm not even asking you to stream a, a praise song. I'm just saying, just focus on one thing and just start to say, thank you. Thank you. you will feel, you will be able to feel the presence of Father God moving closer and closer to you or Jesus moving closer and closer to you. Just by being thankful, it renews our mind and helps our mental health. So, so far we've got being kind, particularly remembering to be kind to ourselves. Being deliberately present in the moment like Jesus concentrating on what's in front of me, experiencing the divine in that moment. And then we've got being grateful. And the fourth point I want to make, I just want to read um, from scripture. It's the scripture when Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane and it should appear on your screen for you, but I just want to read it out. So being opened, he said, he took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him. And he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed. My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will but as you will. And there we see Jesus modelling openness. Openness with a community of people that he could trust, that he knew that there was a love and there was a bond between. And he shared, my soul is troubled to the point of death. You know, that, that sounds very poetic almost. And, but I wonder what that expression would be like. Oh, I'm just feeling so desperate. I just feel so hopeless. I don't know how to go on. I don't think I can carry on with this life and with this with this burden that I've been given. I just can't, I can't, I can't bear it. I can't even bear the thought in, in my body and in my mind of what God is asking me to do. But then he does something else. He doesn't say, okay, guys, you can go away now and leave me alone. I'm going to spend some time with God. He says, no, no, no. Come and pray with me. But don't just pray with me. And I know we can't really do this bit at the moment, but stay with me. Be with me while I seek God. Just be with me. Just pray with me and be with me. Sometimes, you know, we don't even need some answers. We just need someone to pray with us. 
and stand alongside us. And you know, I, that's why I believe God gave us the Christian community. That's why he gave us the Christian church. That's why we're meant to be in community. Because we're meant to be supporting one another. When I trip up, you're meant to pick me up and cheer me on and say, come on, keep going. Now, I've often heard it said, don't go to the phone. If you get a problem, don't go to the phone, go to the throne. I have to be really honest with you and say, I get the sentiment behind that statement. Maybe there's been too much going to the phone and not enough going to the throne. But this is what I want to say. If you get a problem, don't go to the phone. And don't go to the throne. Do both. Go to the phone and go to the throne. And get some people around you. Get support. Maybe right now, if you're struggling, you want to press that little button that says uh, personal prayer, the, the prayer request where you can press the button and get through to somebody who will pray privately just for you. And that might be the first time you've ever done that or the first time you've been able to express how you're feeling. Maybe you're feeling loss and grief and there's a sense for you that you feel that, you know, you should be happy because that person's gone to heaven, but you're not. Why don't you reach out? Reach out to people and reach out to God. He loves you and he cares for you and he wants to be there to support you and he wants his people to be there to support you. So reach out today. If you're feeling anxious or depressed, reach out today. I also want to encourage you to reach out today if you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Saviour, if you don't know what it means to have him in your life as your Lord and Saviour. I really want you to reach out to him today. If you've heard for the first time today that, you know, God so loved the world that he sent his son to be our Saviour, then there is hope. There is hope. Maybe for the first time in your heart, you feel hope. Well, I want you to respond to Jesus today. And we're just going to pray a brief prayer. So why don't you pray this prayer and um, then um, get in contact with somebody um, through the details. Press that button and get in contact with somebody through the details which are appearing on your screen. So maybe you want to pray this prayer for the first time. Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending Jesus. I thank you that he died for me. I thank you that he died to take away my sin and all the wrong things I've ever done. I ask for your forgiveness and for your cleansing. And I say now, Lord, I want to live for you. I want to be thankful. And I ask you to fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you just prayed that prayer for the first time, let them know. Let them know, let us know and uh, get in contact with us through the contact on screen. And if you're struggling with anxiety or depression, grief and loss, I just want to pray with you now, but encourage you to press that button and get some personal prayer. So Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have shown us ways that we can look after our mental well-being. Father, that we can be kind to ourselves. Lord, that we can... Um, live in the moment just as you taught us to do. Father, that we can be grateful and uh, Father, that we can share with one another and with you. And Father, I pray for any right now who are feeling depressed or anxious or worried or concerned about anything. 
And Lord, I ask that you would um, help them to partner with you in these things and help them to reach out, Father. We know and declare that you have a bright future for them. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. God bless you. We hope you are encouraged by today's message. To find out more, visit our website at citychurchcardiff.com or find us on social media. 